Welcome to the Light and Free Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia, an energetic female empowerment coach, mentor, and entrepreneur who believes in radical self-acceptance as the foundation to activate our full power and turn our dreams into reality. When we remember and embrace who we truly are at our core, we unleash an infinite power deep within us and rise into our natural state of happiness and abundance. This podcast is for you to inspire, remind, motivate, and empower you to step into your greatness too, become your most unstoppable, authentic, and happy self, and actually create a life beyond your dreams. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode chat with an amazing guest today here. Um, today I'm going to be talking with the beautiful Judy van Niekerk. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. So Judy is another of my yeah AFE sisters and I'm so excited to have her because she has so many good things to share. So it's going to be an amazing talk. So give me a moment to see if I can bring her on. One moment. Let's see. Ah. Hey, Hello, what? darling. How are you? I'm good. How are good. you? So good to see you. Hang on. I'm just adjusting the screen here. Okay. Is it working for you? So good to be here. Hello. I do hear you quite silently but maybe it's not that big of a problem can you yeah, hear me now i can it's still a little okay. bit quiet but i think we're gonna be fine okay i will stay close to the to the to the phone i will be intimate that's with even the phone. better and then we can all see your beautiful face even better <laughs> so judy welcome i'm so happy to have you today so as i just said judy is another of one of my beautiful ae sisters and i think we connected about six wow i think about six months ago which is incredible yeah mm. and just to give everybody who's watching who, 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 or who will listen to the audio later on so judy is just she has such an incredible story She's an international best-selling author. She's an award-winning entrepreneur. She's a speaker. She's the co-founder of the Tribe of Traders and creator of the Triology of Transformation and the Attune to Prosperity brand. And she has been in the coaching industry and the personal development industry for over 20 years. So there's so much of experience there so many insights, so many own, your own breakthroughs. And I'm so excited for everything that you're going to be sharing with us today. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. So awesome to be here, Patricia. I'm looking forward to this. Perfect. Thank you. So, I mean, I think we could dive in all of the things and we could probably talk for hours. Um, I know you're also very much in entrepreneurship, so I'm very excited about that too. So maybe I'm going to be asking a, a couple of questions about that too. Um, but the actual topic for today is, I think, something that we all can really relate to, something that resonates with all of us, which is 
um, living in alignment with our soul and heart and um, yeah, allowing ourselves to attune into purpose and passion and prosperity in all areas of life. Yes. Maybe tell us a little bit like what, how, how did, you, did you come up with specifically that topic? Wow. Um, so um, I've been sort of in the sort of personal development, um, human behavior, human potential field for uh, about 25 odd years. Um, so most of that time researching and studying, and I started the first ever online coaching platform actually in 2000, but mainly all during the time was studying and researching. And what I was studying and researching is what it is about us, because we are born to live iconic lives, yet so few of us actually manage to materialize that. And the reason why is because of suffering, and the source of that suffering is the perception of separation. And that is something that I learned as a 15-year-old during the most extraordinary um, experience or moments, which I will share with you in a moment. Um, and what I have come to understand, what I've come to learn, is that we are all, we all have the capacity to live an iconic life, no matter what we've experienced, no matter what we have or have not got, no matter what we have or have not done, been, or no matter what, period. And it can start now, immediately. The extent of that iconic life will then evolve over time, but it can start now, in an instant. And the, what holds us back is perceptions and delusions of what we think are real. So let me roll that back and explain how I can sit here in all confidence and say that without a shadow of a doubt, because I say hand on heart, there is absolutely no challenge, no mortal challenge that we cannot thrive from and we cannot flip into something beautiful and perfect. And I say that knowing there are a lot of people that may be triggered by that, may feel a bit of pain about that, but I've been there, I've experienced it. And that's why I can sit here, stand here in front of you and say it with such confidence. Yeah. So from my perspective, I was locked up from the age of three and I was tortured and I was used as a slave in all the ways, um, in, in so many different ways. Um, and I was unsocial, literally locked up for almost 20 years until I escaped in my early 20s. I was uneducated, unsocialized, I lived a life where I meant nothing, I was nothing, I mattered to no one. And it was um, an existence. And I always say that I lived only because my heart beat. I literally felt like a piece of meat. And there was this one particular day that the torture had gone on for so long. It had been like 12 hours, 10, 12 hours, something like that, which wasn't unusual. And I was feeling really desperately flat and it was awful. It was early in the morning when it sort of came to an end. I was in Dublin, Ireland at the time. And I, it was early November, I think, and the sky was gray and it was yucky, gray, rainy morning. And I remember walking into the bathroom and I'll never forget walking into that bathroom feeling like nothing 
literally that, that just nothing, nothing. And um, I existed only for others. I had no purpose. And I walked over to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror, and I remember looking in the mirror and for the first time in my entire life actually realizing I saw me. Now I'm sure I've seen myself many times in the mirror before that, but for the first time actually recognizing that I saw me. And as I looked, I saw me, I leaned into the mirror and I looked straight into my eyes beyond my physical form, beyond the bruises on my face, the blood on my lips, the threadbare, old, tiny, torn, nighty. And as I reached in, as I looked in, it was almost like my arm was going in and my foot arm was going in through my eyes and it then gripped something in my solar plexus. And I, it was in that, the dialogue in my head at that moment, I'll never forget it, was it gripped my something. I hadn't got a language. I was uneducated. I, these were the days long before Wi-Fi and internet and multiple YouTube channels, right? <laughs> I grabbed it and I called it my something. And I didn't know what it was, but I just looked, it was my something. And it was solid, it was strong, it was powerful. And next moment, I was transported out of my body, where I came to realize it out of my body. And I was standing outside. It was November. It was gray. It was drizzly. It was, it was to all intents and purposes, cold. But I wasn't cold. I, had, I, I, I felt this most extraordinary, um, encompassing, like a thousand million blankets wrapped around me. I was warm, I was cozy, I was comfortable, and there was something else, another feeling that I had never experienced before and I couldn't figure out what it was. It was gorgeous, it was exquisite, it was, it was just, it was everything. And I realized it was love, this extraordinary divine love. And in that moment, I got still, when I talk about I get goosebumps, when I, when that moment, what happened then was, I all of a sudden everything was, I was hyper aware of everything. The leaves rustling in the trees and I felt one with the leaves and the trees. I felt one with the, the birds flying overhead. I felt one with grass that was being cut in the distance. I felt one with everything. I felt one with the universe. I felt completely one, no separation. And as I looked, I turned, I remember lifting my head and I saw myself, my physical body, still standing in front of the mirror, looking into the mirror. And in that moment, Whoosh, it was like this, just like tremendous whoosh of transferring the love that I was feeling onto this girl that was sitting there, this skinny, bloodied, broken girl that was standing there. And in that moment, I healed for everything that I had experienced and everything I was experiencing and everything that I had yet to experience. Again, this is where I started learning about the concept of true time, quantum time. Because what we understand about time in the third dimension context of the society that we live in is an illusion. It's not linear the way we understand it. It is not. There's no separation. As much as there's no separation between our human form and the quantum or the universe, or God, Mother Nature, there's no, different, there's no separation in time. So I felt that collapse in time in healing. And I don't know how long that experience lasts. I really don't. It could have been minutes. It could have been 
hours. I don't know. <laughs> it was extraordinary. But I do know one thing, that when I came back, I was a very different girl. I was very, very different. I knew then in that moment that my something was unbreakable. My something was my true essence. My something was everything. And as I walked out the bathroom, I remember two things. I remember thinking two things. One of them, understandable, that is, you can break my body, but you can never break my spirit, my something, right? Break my something, which I sub subsequently understood that it's my soul, my higher self, my one with the universe, my true immortal self. You could never touch that, break that, wound that. It was untouchable. That was mine and mine alone. The other one was a little bit more odd, considering the depth of the spiritual experience I just had. Now, I just put it into context. I had lived in real poverty. There'd be days I wouldn't eat. I didn't have any clothes of my own. This one threadbare nighty was about the, one of the only things that I had. Other than that, I was wearing old men's old clothes. It's literally, as a 15-year-old girl, because I had nothing. And, um, you know, going days without food, and even on one occasion, eating dog food from a tin. I was so hungry. So, and one of the things that I realized as I walked out, that I understood that I will escape. I knew it with everything in my body, in my heart, in my something. I knew I would escape. And everything changed with that knowledge. I also knew that I would live a life of luxury, prosperity, adventure, love, even though there was absolutely no evidence of it whatsoever. I had no, I had never thought what my life would be because this was it. I couldn't even begin to fathom what else there could be. I knew nothing else, but I knew I would escape and I knew I would live an extraordinary life and a life of adventure. I also knew that when I escaped, and this is where it gets weird, this is where it gets weird. Uh, when I did escape, I knew I would get a job in stockbroking, merchant banking, shipping, or oil and gas. Like, considering the context of that deeply spiritual experience, like, you think, like, what? <laughs> um, what even makes it even more weird is that I had no idea what they were. None. I had no idea what they were. But understanding it over the years, having studied and researched your know, consciousness and conscious awareness and, and accessing the universal wisdom and, and the knowledge because what I've come to understand is we are the individualized physical manifestation of the universe. So therefore we have all of the information inside of us. So it's no surprise that this came out because what happened was through living in poverty, I created a void and that now became a value. Living in wealth, living in prosperity became a value. All our values come from our voids as children, as we're growing up. And so I knew I needed to understand everything about how the world works, how, the world, how money operates, how business works, how, we, how the cogs of the economics turn. Okay? And so I studied all that I could. Like at the time, my father, one of the abusers, he would give me, he, if I asked for books, he would give me books. He would do that. And I started learning everything I could. So when children were typically learning, uh, reading sort of novels and stuff, I was reading about Adam, Adam Smith, the father of modern day economics. I was learning everything I could about business, money, finance, economics, the history of wealth, all of that. 
So that when I did escape, and here's the interesting thing, it was six years later before I did escape. But again, remember, it's not about timing. It's about aligned timing. I never once gave, lost faith that I would escape. I trusted and I knew. I knew it without any doubt and I knew I would be ready. There was no fear, there was no anxiety, there was no stress associated with it, I just knew. Sure, the abuse and the torture continued, but I was a very, from a, it was landing from a very different place. It wasn't landing onto someone who was broken. And when I did escape, I escaped and I had to leave the country. I ended up, again, it was November, I ended up in London at eight o'clock at night on a November evening with nothing, with no one. I had literally a small bag of tattered bits and pieces, like a copy, an old copy of Wuthering Heights, being a romantic. I had a, 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 one of my paintings. I had a couple of little small things. That was it, that was it, it was just, just about nothing. Within one week, I had a job as a trading accountant on an oil and gas trading floor, earning six figures. No CV, no education no degree, nothing, nothing, but living in what, it, what, we, what we understand in, in the AFE, this, as you mentioned earlier, being AFE sisters that we are, living in the field of potentiality, living in that field of possibility, living in the field of desire without interfering with it in the human, where we create separation. I knew, I trusted, I believed without a shadow of a doubt that I would live a life of adventure, of excitement, of prosperity, of luxury, of love and abundance. I knew it and I created it. And for years I lived in the field of potentiality. And it was amazing. It was phenomenal. I traveled the world. I represented South Africa. I eventually lived in South Africa. I represented South Africa at World Championships. Uh, scuba diving, I was a champion swimmer, a champion pilot, I was a champion motorbike racer, I, I had started many businesses, I had done all the things in the field of potentiality. And then inevitably, the inevitable happened. The human woke up. And that was when the suffering started. And this is an interesting story, if I can go into that for a moment, Patricia. This is an interesting story in that when the human woke up, now all of a sudden, the ego got involved. And all of a sudden, it was all the fears came. What if I'm not good enough? And all the, the renter crowd in the head. Oh my God, what do people think? What, what, what about this? What about all the doubt, all the self-doubt, all the bad self-talk, all of that stuff started to come out and it drove me insane. It drove me insane. I am outside. I had a life to die for, but inside I was in hell. It was driving me insane. And my life was going out of, going chaotic. And people, and I started taking overdoses because I just needed the world just to stop a minute. Think, just, this is not the way it's meant to be. Like what the is going on? And people were saying, go to therapists, go to therapists. And I was going to therapists and they were trying to tell me that my problem was the, the childhood yeah. I had, the experiences I had. And I kept saying to them, no, it's not that, it's not that. I'm, that's all healed, that's fine. Yeah, I can imagine. And then the last overdose I took, I took about eight or nine in about 18 months. I'll never forget 
that some of them I was lucky to live from. That was not about dying. It was just about, please just give me a moment to think. Stop everything. Stop, stop. I'll never forget when I woke up from that last overdose, I had the breakthrough. I was in ICU. I had a stomach pump. I was covered in charcoal. It was yucky. And I'll never, never forget that moment. Whilst I realized what the agony was that I was feeling. In the hell that I was living, I was in heaven inside because I had my something. I was in touch with my soul. I was one with my soul. We were inseparable. We were one. That allowed me to live in the field of potentiality without question, without doubt, without the negative talk, without the human, without the separation, without the illusions of the third dimension context that we live in in society. I was in heaven. And then when I started to look outside of myself, when the human woke up, I'd lost that, I'd lost touch with that. I'd lost that. I had, it's almost like I was, I could see then I was blind. And I'd lost that. And whilst I created a world, a life around me that was wonderful and amazing and people would give their right arm for, I was told over and over, inside I was in hell. Because I had lost touch with my soul. And that's when I realized I'd rather have the whole world against me than my own soul. And that's when I started the journey back to myself and I started studying and researching human behavior, consciousness, and the truth of who we are. Our true self is the person that combines our, what I call the inner technology and the outer technology, our human and our, and our soul. That is the truth of who we are. And as Einstein says, we live in a society where we have promoted the ego to master and forgotten the sacred gift of intuition. We've forgotten how to live the truth of who we are. Instead, we get trapped in this hamster wheel of suffering in the illusions of the, of the perceptions which are polarized, which further creates separation, which takes us further and further and further away from the truth of who we are. And that's how I'm able to say that there is nothing we cannot overcome. There are three things that I say all the time. We are the individual, individualized physical manifestation of the universe. We have it all within us. Everything, all the answers, all the knowledge, everything we have within us. It all, it all is in us. We are one with the universe. How can it not be? In our perfections and our imperfections. Because if we're saying that we only ever want to show our perfections and not hide or shame or guilt around our imperfections, what are you saying about the universe? The universe is equally perfect as it is imperfect. We are exactly the same. And it's through, that, it's through the, the completion of our perfection and imperfection that makes us whole and true. The third thing is every challenge, obstacle, and um, block that we encounter is feedback from the universe that we have separated from source. And the route back is to back inwards to our true self. Yeah. And in doing so, that's when you start to create an iconic life. Mm. So. Does that make sense? So, so, so beautiful. What an, what an incredible story. Um, I didn't want to interrupt you because I didn't want to crush the magic of the energy of this 
incredible story. We also got a comment from Nanette. She says, I really have to stay in touch with this lady. This is incredible. <laughs> so you're also getting a lot from the audience. Um, first of all, I really want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing this very vulnerable, incredible and powerful story of you. Um, it truly breaks my heart, like hearing, I mean, I already knew your story, but hearing things happen to people in a very real way, like actually happen to people, because I would probably, I can say, luckily, I, have, I haven't heard a story that close to me in a similar way, yet, of course, I know things like that happen, but when it gets that close, it sure. is different. And I'm just totally blown away that a person who has gone through a thing like that through such cruelty is capable to become such a loving person with such a light and shining and glowing energy. And thank you just for, for being yourself. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Patricia. Um, so there were a lot of incredible things that you were saying. Um, I just wanted to hop back a little bit, like before sure. you got access to your little something, like I kept having this thought, what actually made you still moving forward? Like before you had that first connection to your soul, to spirit, to tr your true self, what do you think kept you actually going? Because from what I heard, probably there were many moments where you or your body could just have given up. Yeah, well, it wasn't my destiny. I, mean, I had near-death experiences in that time. I remember as a 12-year-old taking an overdose um, of paracetamol. Um, are you still there? Are you still there? We got frozen there. Yeah, now it's working again. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So what, what I was saying was that um, um, I wasn't, it was my destiny to live because I'd had a number of near-death experiences during that time. Um, I remember it, as a 12-year-old getting my hands on like a, a tub of paracetamol and taking them all. I had to get out. I just wanted out. Anything was better than yeah. this. And even as a 12-year-old, not even knowing what overdosing was about, I just felt I've got to take it. And all I got was feeling sick for my yeah. trouble. <laughs> but, um, so uh, there were times when I felt I couldn't, I couldn't proceed. I couldn't stay in this. I couldn't. Um, there were, you know, but again, there were times when it was done to me. Like I was shot yeah. inches from my heart and I shouldn't have survived. There were other times when I had the most brutal home abortions without anesthetics and I shouldn't have survived, but I did. It was my destiny to, to live through it. And we have a resilience within us that is so powerful. Yeah. We often think that something will break us, that something will kill us, that something will be the end of us, that something will absolutely destroy us. 
nothing wow. can destroy us. We are stronger than we even can begin to yeah. imagine. I really truly hope that everybody who hears that or sees that is really reminded by that powerful story of what we're actually capable of, of how strong we truly are, of how strong our soul, our spirit can be. And actually, we can have a beautiful life. We can have it. We're so much stronger and not worth it to just let us, yeah, we have our fears let them hold us back. Um, and you are like the, the most amazing yeah, that's why I'm able to say yeah. there's no challenge greater yeah. than we are, because we are so yeah. strong. So then you made it, you made it out there. You got that job. This is like the most incredible part ever. You got that job. You got that beautiful life. You were traveling. You got finally the beautiful life. And then it, I was really surprised after that period where you were all small and everything, then you you wrote into your power, into your soul, you manifested, you attracted all the beautiful things. And then again, the ego. What? Sorry, you broke up there. The then ego again. came up, the fears. Yes. So yes. was that just you were just enjoying the life? What do you, what, what do you think? Like, why did you lose connection to your soul? Because you were saying that was the reason why the ego came up? Okay, so to live a full life, to live life to the fullest extent of your potential, it's about living in unity with your human and your soul. And whilst I was living an extraordinary life of potentiality, there was a, there was, there was limited feeling of it in the human. And that's a very strange thing to experience because you're fearless, you're strong, you're insightful, you're wise, you are able to navigate challenges without entangling with them. You are unbreakable. You know, you've, you've, you've demonstrated in your life that you're unbreakable. So you trust mm -hmm. that. And, there's, and, and, and in that place, you get so much evidence that defies logic. So I had no need for the human to be mm -hmm. present. But that's not living life to the fullest extent of your potential. We are here to live in unity, our human and our soul together. Our human is to express our soul's desires. That's our purpose in life. So it was inevitable it had to come up. But at the time I had, I wasn't, I wasn't able to handle it. I wasn't wise to handle it in terms of the human. And then the ego is so powerful. Like, oh my God, there's boys. Oh my God, there's passion, oh my God. There's like, it's like all of this human things. It was like, I was like a, a child in a candy store for the first time ever in my life. It was, oh my God, people like me. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It was the, honestly the weirdest thing. And then, oh my God, what if people don't like me? Yeah. Oh. And this is the weirdest thing is when that, when that human then comes up, it is so strong, it is so powerful. And we do what Einstein says, we promote it to the level of master and forget our sacred gift of intuition or yeah. our soul. And the thing is, just to roll it back in the, uh, a little bit, <clears throat> I got the job, 
And after about 10 months, I was fired. I was fired because, not because I couldn't do the work, but because I wasn't a conformist. Because I was like, me, I knew I had, I was one with the universe. It made sense, this is what we do, this is what we do. I wasn't a conformist and I didn't know how to play the political games, as you can imagine. Didn't know how, didn't know, I was unsocialized. So I spoke what I thought, I said what I needed to say, and there was no sort of handbrakes mm -hmm. on that. So I didn't play nicely in the sandpit. So, and I kept getting told, be nice, play nicely and all this, and I said, mm -mm. and I just did my thing. But after a while they said, can't work. And they paid me to leave. So whilst I walked out the doors and I absolutely 100% can almost, I almost physically heard the collective sigh of relief to see the back of me, right? <laughs> and I walked away, but I didn't attach a meaning to that. There was no meaning attached. It wasn't about, I wasn't good enough. Oh, what was me? I'm not good enough. I'm never going to make it. I'm not good enough. Oh, why do I never get another job? It was just like, ah, that's interesting. Okay, next. And there, we've got another job. And within 10 months, I was fired from that too, for the same reason, with, this, with money to leave and a collective sigh of relief as I walked out the door. You know, it, it, that happened five wow. times. Five times it happened never once applying a meaning to it, never once entangling with what it meant. Just like, and each time, it actually became a career of getting, of being paid to leave a corporate, but anyway. It was like, I never applied a meaning to it, and I just moved on, moved on. And then the last time was in South Africa, in Cape Town. Now I remember walking out the offices with my, with being paid off in my sweaty palms, looking up at Table Mountain with the sun setting behind it, saying, and now, <laughs> what? And like, because like, this is now the fifth time. I said, surely this is not meant mm. to be it. And then um, I remember feeling a voice, feel, feeling. People get, uh, are led by their intuition, by their soul in different ways, visually, auditory, sensory, in all the different ways. For me, it's more um, sensory. And I got this feeling, do your own thing. Okay. I'll do mine. I didn't then start saying, oh, but I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. And I just did. And I started my first ever business called Dial a Teddy. I didn't have toys growing up, so it made sense that I have a toy thingy. So Dial a Teddy was, and it was great. It was awesome. It was very successful. So there was no meaning applied to it. Whereas so many times when we're entangled in the third um, dimension context, we apply so many self-worth meanings to it. But when my human woke up, all of a sudden, I was applying all the meanings to all the things. So, um, and I became obsessed with being liked and being accepted with um, feeling all the things that I could feel in the human. <clears throat> and that caused separation. I didn't have the maturity to understand what was actually going on. So I had to go through all of that suffering mm -hmm. in order to have that epiphany moment. And that's when I started the journey back to myself. And now, and since then, learning that to create an iconic life, a true iconic life, to live life to the fullest extent of your potential is about that yeah. unity. And what an incredible yeah. um, So to tie it back a little bit, living in alignment with your heart and soul and allowing yourself to... to um, prosperity and purpose what would you say like what for some 
who maybe is still holding back and actually moving forward because there's fears and there's stuff there's go and like all the stuff coming up um like after your all those years what they are like the most important things or roots or whatsoever um, someone needs to do in order to overcome There's a, there's a couple of ways, okay? There's the spiritual route, right? <clears throat> um, and then you can you there's that, and when you combine the ways, it is the most powerful, right? There's the spiritual route, which take that journey back to you. Who are you? Can you feel love, joy, compassion, empathy, gratitude, and appreciation for just the spark of life that you have, for the gift of life that you have? not for the experiences you've had, not for what you've achieved or not achieved, not for the life you have right now, not for all the things, but for just being who you are in this life. Can you feel that joy? And when you start taking that journey back, and if you can just feel it momentarily, what will allow you to start to feel that? Is it, what is it? What is, your, what is the spark that will allow you to create that feeling in that being state? when you connect to the truth of who you are, even if it is momentary, even if you just do it two or three times a day, you start to build up a little bank balance of, of that, of trust and faith in, in, in yourself. Now those things, we can actually create that because we all will have something in our life that makes us stop and takes our breath away. Like for me, it's if I hear seagulls, oh my God, doesn't matter what's happening, if I hear a seagull, ooh, I, my whole body just feels free. To me, it's a sound of freedom. So I feel it. And then if I'm feeling, so that's anchored for me. So when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed or pressured or whatever, I just remember the seagulls. Or I'll go to a place where I'll hear seagulls. And straight away, my state changes. I'm back into my heart and soul. I'm back into that place of joy. I'm back into that place of bliss for no reason. For another thing for me is the, is the, is the, um, the wind on, on the sea and the sun on the sea creating sparkling diamonds. When I see mm -hmm. that, you know, when I see that, that gives it to me. And that's why I always make sure I live where I can see the sea, that it's important to me. So I'm constantly surrounded by stimulants that puts me into that empowered state, into that being state, that love, appreciation, compassion state of being. That's the, that's, the, that's the start of the journey in the spiritual realm, okay? The next one is then, well, anything that we feel triggered by, charged by, overpowered by, is, is an indication that we're separate from source, separate from who we are, separate from the truth of who we are. There's a polarized perception. We understand the world is one of duality. You cannot have one without the other. You cannot have light without dark, good without bad impossible so we're perceiving that things are bad and think we all the things are bad and we haven't got money and we haven't got wealth we haven't got love we haven't got relationships we haven't got all the, any or any or all of the things there's separation and that's the source of human suffering and that creates chaos so then then what what i do with people is i bring them back into balance and one of the ways you can do that is okay so anything that you feel is overpowering you charged by triggered by Where's the balance? Find the balance. How was it for your greater good? Because it will be there. The extent to which you were charged, the extent to which you were tr triggered, the extent to which you were challenged by it, I accept it's a harder journey back to the 
to the center, but I've got one thing to say. One thing to say that will, I want you to remember, I want everyone to remember, because I remember this myself at times when I was at my lowest point, taking overdose after overdose after overdose, the one thing that I battle with, no one will get up in the morning more dedicated to your life than you. No one. Not your partner, not your parents, not your children. No one. And no one has the capacity to do it other than you. And there's one thing we know, and we know without a shadow of a doubt, that we are alive in this body, in this world, right now. We can postulate, speculate, assume, and have many gazillion different theories as to what happens next. And there's, they're all right. But right now, this is what we know. And we have a choice. We can be the victim to our history or master of our destiny. It's a choice. Because yeah. no one out there can make that choice for us. So if being master of your destiny if that is worth it for you, you will put in the time, the work, the effort, and you will surrender to understanding the world, the universe is in duality, everything in duality. I can look back on every single thing that I've ever experienced. I can see the balance. I can see the perfection. And for that, it has allowed me to step out of the third world, the third dimension context in terms of how society operates and increase my levels of conscious awareness where I now live and embody the, the elevated emotions or the synthesized emotions, the undualitied emotions, if that's a word, of love, compassion, empathy, gratitude, and appreciation. And that is where there, you, you can live in unity and you create a, an iconic life. A life from things that are not logical, at speeds that are not logical, at miracles that are not logical. That's where the magic happens. Yeah. It's not possible to experience that when you're stuck in the muddle of mm. polarized perceptions. Yeah. So, hopefully that answers oh, that question. So good. And um, at, the, at the time, if one last question, what would like in terms of um, because I know you're like so in entrepreneurship and you have several amazing successful businesses and all of that too. Um, what would make one, one advisor that you have in order to grow businesses with more ease, like human part, like as you were saying before, like society and fish and whatnot and all the things, like how to grow it successfully but with ease, with inner guidance and yeah. So one of the things in the Trilogy of Transformation, which is the um, life transformational process that I developed from my studies, the step one is charge, what I call charge or challenges, which is find the balance. So take the charge out of it, bring it into balance and where you have, where you can see how it was for the greater good and, and you have love and appreciation for it. The next step is then capitalize your challenges. How, do, how does that create and support your purpose in life. How do you monetize that? How do you capitalize that? How does that become an integral part of your life? Because for me, when I had to charge my challenges of being overpowered for almost 20 years, um, um, 
that was the big thing for me it was being overpowered so my number one that was a bit massive void for me was poverty and being overpowered so now i capitalize that and now wealth and being empowered are massive values of mine and that is what i do i eat drink sleep live empowerment and wealth not just financial wealth prosperity in all things and and so what you the voids that you experienced as you grew up through the challenges that you had when you find the balance you can that's their gifts that balance is the gift to you creating prosperity in your life and then when you've mastered that when you've evolved well, as you process as you progress evolve through that take quantum leaps through that you then get to what i call championing your challenges where you exemplify what is possible for humanity where you become the leader in your field you become a leader and you inspire others you fly with the eagles and the others fly with you and that is the greatest journey of all that is the journey we were here, we are here to be so when when you when you start understanding how everything has worked and how everything you've ever experienced have been breadcrumbs to the to your life now and you start to understand what are the little things that I can do what are the things that I can do what are the big things I can do that that give me joy that give me happiness that make me feel bliss and love and abundance and that is where you create your iconic business your iconic job your iconic vocation your iconic career and then you're living in that that's when you start magnetizing into you magnetizing opportunities magnetizing clients magnetizing wealth magnetizing everything relationships instead of the perception that everything is separate and we need to go and get it the moment we think we have to get clients get money get a relationship there's separation anything we're separate from will never be us and so you get into this hamster wheel spinning faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and you have a little bit of success you think that's the way that's the way and you get faster and faster on that and you get a little bit of oh, no, that's the way that's the way and next thing you're like a shotgun approach on everything in life and everything's chaos you're overwhelmed you're tired and you're diseased yeah. chaos and that's why you start like you live a fractured life a life of chaos it's about being true to who you are, living a life of bliss. It's the opposite way to the way we are taught to live in this third dimensional context of society we live in. It's about first living iconic, first living in joy, first living in bliss, happiness, love, appreciation and gratitude, first. Overflowing with that. And that is when you start magnetizing to you opportunities, synchronicities, possibilities, potentialities, where you there create and grow, materialize, manifest all the things that you desire. Does yes. that make sense? So, so good. That. Thank you so much. So what, what a beautiful conclusion for this powerful talk today. Um, I am young, grateful. Today. There were so many good things in that. I think I'll also do it again. Um, there will be so much benefit from your story, from all the wisdom you shared. All so I really thank you so much. Thank you, Patricia. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's been lovely to talk thank to you. Thank you so much. So I'm gonna upload it.
as well. Um, so if people wanted to find you, where can they reach you? Well, I'm on Instagram, starting to learn about Instagram. It's at Judy V Prosperity. Okay. Um, and I've also got a Facebook group called Attuned to Wealth. So, um, which is anyone's free to join there as well. So. Thank you so much for all your energy, all your beautiful wisdom for your being. I wish you all the best. Um, we keep in touch. And thank you so much again for being here today, Judy. Pleasure, Patricia. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so it. much. Have a beautiful day of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Light and Free Podcast. If you enjoy this show, please help me out by rating and reviewing it on Spotify and Apple Podcast so that more people can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about living your free life, head over to my Instagram or my website at Patricia Jasmine Bergman or patriciajasminebergman.com where you'll find more inspiration and potential ways to work together to make your dream life happen too. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing day. Bye.